You're listening to TBD, a podcast for brilliant coaches, consultants, helpers, and healers creating their best work and their most meaningful contribution. I'm your host, Megan Hale, business strategist and thought partner to help you distill your wisdom into your most potent offers and the multiple six figures that go with it. I'll be the first to tell you though, as someone who's done it, this path is far from a straight line. There are highs, there are lows, and so many moments of uncertainty in between. But if there are two things I know to be true, it's you always know what you need to know when you need to know it. And the next right step is always on its way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. So I am currently recording this episode from Charleston, South Carolina. I am home visiting family. And it's been such a good trip. This past weekend, one of my college besties graduated with her MBA. And so I really wanted to be with her to celebrate this huge milestone. And it is so hard to not pop down and see my family anytime I'm on the East Coast. So I have made kind of a long weekend out of it. And it's probably unlikely that you can hear the wind chimes in the background or the rustling of palm leaves, but they are very loud on my end. And I'm 100% soaking it up. I am recording this episode sitting outside. It's nighttime. All of like the night sounds are very present for me. It's just so good to be home. And you might even hear like more of a Southern drawl, which definitely tends to be more pronounced when I am home visiting my people. (laughs) So that is what is currently going on over here. And what's happening in the background of business right now is I'm also currently in an enrollment period for a brand new six month offer that I just announced last week that is called Flow Accelerator which is really a small intimate group program that is helping coaches, consultants, therapists, and healers create a one-to-many offer and launch it into the world using my values-driven launch process which is the free training series that I walked people through last week. So if you missed that free training series, we are going to have all of those replays for sale very soon. But we covered so much amazing grounds last week from the seven key variables that go into a successful launch, the timeline and cadence of a spacious launch to the mindset and energetics of a sold out launch. And so that content just created so many ahas for people. And I love seeing the way that they were like, oh, this is the thing that I actually need to be layering into my launch process to get better results. So it was so fun sharing like 20 plus launches of wisdom over these past eight years for how I've really been able to create an intentional launch process that is spacious, that works for my life. And it has just been so incredibly good. One of the things that we talked about last week was also the 10 unique phases that go into a spacious launch. And that's actually one thing that I wanted to bring to the forefront today, because the thing that I think is so cool about this strategy is once we know the 10 unique phases that we need to be moving through, we have a lot of agency to decide how long or short those phases are, depending on what else we have going on in our lives. Okay. So it is really, really important for me when I'm helping my clients design a launch, when I'm even helping myself design a launch, that we're really intentional with the other things that are happening just in our lives that we can really design our launch around. So case in point, I led my value week last week, which is a very, very important phase of your launch. And following your value week, you are typically going to go into your invitation period where you're really inviting people into your offer. You're also going to go into what I call your first lull, which that's when things kind of start to taper off. Okay. And this can be a very alarming time period for a lot of entrepreneurs if they don't know to expect it. Okay. And this is also the time period when a lot of people start to give up on their launch because they feel like something is not going 
to go. Things are not happening, right? This something is off. Something is wrong. When what is really happening is people are just kind of distilling and integrating all of the value that you just delivered in your value week. They're thinking about your offer, having those higher conversations with themselves, with their people, all of those things, right? And so when we know what is happening in that process for our clients, it also helps us hold more exquisite space for ourselves versus really getting sucked into all of those what ifs. Okay. So managing the what ifs in your launch is such an important skill set, my friends. But one of the things that I've been noticing about this recent launch for me is I have never actually extended a first lull period. (laughs) In fact, I have wanted to get out of my first lull period as fast as possible because this is typically the place where it's just so incredibly vulnerable, right? So what typically happens is when we move into our value week and we are really delivering a lot of high value for our people, we're going to have a really big dopamine hit because we're going to feel on cloud nine for how we're showing up for our work, the ahas that we're helping people have, the connection that's happening, the engagement, all of those things, right? And then when we move into our first lull, all of that starts to really taper off. And so it's an energetic contrast. Okay. And so typically when I am moving into my first lull, I only want that to last like a day if at all possible. So then I can just move into the more clarifying phases of the launch. However, this time around, this has been the first time I've ever actually extended a first lull because it simply worked better for my life. And the thing that I've actually been reflecting on is, oh, this is a very different way of experiencing this first lull. Instead of trying to get out of it as soon as possible, because I might be a little vulnerable or uncomfortable, what happens if we just intentionally extend it? And so that has been a really different cadence to kind of play with during this launch in particular. And the other interesting thing that's happened is that I've still noticed that my open rates are incredibly high. They're actually at the same level that they have been throughout this whole entire launch. My click-through rates are also still incredibly high. People are reaching out in DMs. They're reaching out in Voxer because that's my CTA for this particular enrollment period. And I'm kind of like, oh, wait. So maybe doing an extended first lull can actually be a really cool strategy to play with. So I am currently experiencing that. And I've also been navigating some of the shoulds that have been showing up as well. So this is the thing that I wanted to bring to the surface for you. Back in 2016, I committed to leading my first launch ever that was truly grounded in ease. And what that meant for me is it meant having a really high commitment for how I was willing to show up. I did not want to show up from a place of obligation. I did not want to show up from a place of should. I wanted to show up from a place of trust of allowing, of being in like really good partnership for the vision that I had, for how I wanted all this to feel and all of those things, okay? So the thing that I learned through that easeful launch is one, ease and easy are two wildly different things, okay? (laughs) Because leaning into ease and like all of that trust, all of that surrender, all of that allowing, that is not easy work for us humans to do. So there was a lot of active work happening to create that level of ease. But the thing that I really took away from that launch is ease is always available to us when we make that commitment for how we want to show up. And so as I have been in this first lull period, I have felt those shoulds. Like you can't be in this first lull this long. We need to be moving into the next phase because this is how we normally do things, right? And I've really had to watch that mindset of saying, but I don't want to show up from a place of should. What really is in support for my life right here, right now? I want to be present for my family. I want to spend quality time with my sister. I want to be able to spend quality time with my college bestie who I don't get to see very often, right? And so I've really had to ground down into my values inside my own values-driven launch, which is so incredibly meta. 
<laughs> and also play around with extending this particular phase of the launch, which I typically never extend. This is the phase that I actually want to get through the quickest because it is so highly uncomfortable. Okay. So I have no idea how all this is going to impact the outcome of the launch. And so I'm not going to recommend that we extend this first lull period for any client until I play with this a little bit more, but it has been a really beautiful contrast for seeing how something new can be present, how something new can be possible, how you can experience something that's usually really challenging from this different perspective. And I think that's the thing that I love about marketing and like really understanding your systems and your strategy and the things that work for you. Because a lot of the times what we do is we make stories around how we think things have to go because they've worked a certain way in the past. And so it can create a lot of pressure for you to keep repeating things in the exact same way Versus allowing something new to come in and for you to actually see, oh, there's an alternate way that I can do this. And the reason that this is so important for your launch process is because it really can open up a lot more space for how your life wants to fit inside of this thing. Because I remember when I first started launching, it was like all hands on deck. This thing totally consumed my life. I was so afraid of taking my finger off the pulse of losing launch momentum of all of these things that I thought was going to happen. And I really didn't like my life a whole lot during my launch process. And so it's been a journey over the years of really shifting into a better partnership with my launch first and foremost, which has required a lot of trust and a lot of systems, but also noticing how I have even gotten into these old stories. Like it has to happen this way. It has to happen this way or blah, 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 blah. Right. And we do this with ourselves all of the time. So I know that this episode probably does not make a whole lot of sense to you. If you did not join me in the free training series last week, sure. Like what is value week? What is first lull? What is follow-up period? Like, what is she even talking about? What does she mean contract and expand these phases? Like what is even happening? And so if that is you, I definitely want to point you to the replays that will be available soon so you can get caught up on all of this goodness. But the thing that I really wanted to speak to in this episode is how something new is becoming possible for me, even in my own launch process that I have tested hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times that this most challenging phase, this first lull period is the one that I usually want to get out the quickest. And this time around, this has been the one that I've actually extended the longest. And that has really opened up a lot more possibilities for how I can even support my clients uh, during this first little period as well. So all to say, when you get in your groove of things, and you're like, this is the way that we do things. Sometimes it's helpful to maybe just shift it up, see what else might want to show up in its place. Don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to trust that things can shift and make room for the things that you really want. And I am really enjoying these gems right now with being able to really make this launch work for what I needed to happen this week. And then of course, I'm going to be jumping back into things when I get home tomorrow. So all to say, friends, a launch is going to have a lot of moving parts. It's one of my favorite things things to help support my clients on just because of all the layers that are present and we're coordinating things, we're strategizing your communication plan, we're strategizing your content, like their timeline, all of those pieces. But the biggest, biggest, biggest piece is really making sure that my launches work for my clients' lives. And it's been a really, really beautiful lesson to watch how I'm doing the same for myself this week in this particular launch. So 
I am so excited to be back in my office next week to record a brand new episode for you, but I want to just hop on, share where I'm currently at and some current reflections of this current enrollment period for me, and I am excited to pass along more wisdom to you soon. So my friends, until next time, I am wishing you the courage to keep showing up even when clarity is still forming, knowing, trusting, believing that the next right step is always on its way. See you soon.